Um, tomorrow's budget day in the province of Alberta. It's going to be a big, big day. Uh, surplus is about $12 billion. Things really, really turned around. Um, it was a wild year economically. The province won big. We know that. Uh, they went from a deficit position not all that long ago, two years ago, maybe 18 months ago, to this massive, massive surplus, largely fueled by energy prices. Now, for some of us, uh, it was wild too, but not nearly as positive as it turned out for the province. Uh, very, very high inflation rates, of course, you know, unseen in decades in this country. Uh, the response from the Bank of Canada, of course, interest rates going up about 4% over the course of a single year. So uh, a lot of us saw our, our fiscal positions change pretty dramatically, but... As we've been talking about, maybe, just maybe we're past the worst of it. We've seen some positive signs, right? We definitely have, but where are we going from here? We're going to chat with Mark Desormeaux, who is the Principal Economist of Canadian Economics at Desjardins. Mark, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. So now that we've had a little more time to try and digest what happened during 2022, which was pretty crazy, do we have a completely full understanding of all the factors? Because that's the thing. There was a bunch of different things that all came together to cause the inflation that we saw, right? There were a number of different factors that contributed to the high levels of inflation we've seen over the last couple of years. Supply chains, uh, commodity prices, expectations among consumers and businesses going forward. But going into 2023, we think that we will see more easing of the rate of overall inflation as the Canadian economy slows significantly, and that brings demand and supply more into balance. Talk a bit about the indicators. What are you seeing? Obviously, we know the inflation rate came out last week. I think it was 5.9%, which, you know, we're down from highs that were almost double that at one point. So that one's obvious. But but what are you looking at for the indicators saying, you know what, things may be getting better as we roll along through 2023? There's a few things I would highlight. If we're going to look at the drivers of inflation, core inflation, of course, is, is important. There are a few different ways of measuring that, sort of the underlying trend in prices. Most of them point to easing price pressures or, or at least some stability at lower levels than we have experienced in prior months. Weekly wages of employees are also an important one to track, and we've seen easing in those in the last few months. This is something that the Bank of Canada watches very closely yeah. when it's thinking about where inflation may go. And the other thing that I would just highlight is the overall level of activity within the economy. And one thing that we've highlighted a lot at Desjardins is that it takes six to eight quarters for an economy to feel the peak effects of interest rate increases or, or cuts. So we're not uh, at that point yet, and so we still think that there's some room for infl uh, for interest rates to, to bite and to cause a slowdown in the Canadian economy and ultimately a slowdown in inflation. In terms of, you know, that, that sweet spot, that target where the Bank of Canada wants us, 2 to 3%, you know, where when do you think we arrive there? Is that sometime this summer where we get the, the reporting back in that range where we want it? As of our last forecast, we thought that we'd be getting pretty darn close to the target by the end of 2023. So if you look at our third, uh, our last forecast, looking at the fourth quarter of 2023, we had total CPI at 2.4% year over year and core CPI, that trend underlying measure I mentioned, mm -hmm. at about two and three quarters. Uh, so that's where we think things are going. We think as we get into 2024, that's really when we'll hit that target rate of 2%. 
Um, we are still at a high rate of inflation. We're still far from the target, but yeah. we do think we'll see some easing over the course of this year. In terms of um, those numbers, and always, you know, it's sort of it's a best prediction based on what we see. With so much uncertainty, we still have the situation in Ukraine. We know that's caused a bunch of problems. I mean, I mean, this could get derailed theoretically, right, Mark? Developments on the global stage. Do you yeah, I mean, just the, who knows? I mean, they're we, a, they're an important risk. Yeah, if we have something, a situation where a supply becomes constrained, commodity prices rise again, that is a, an upside potential risk to inflation. Um, you know, we'll also be looking at, for instance, uh, government spending and and how policies are are targeted towards households in the coming months with budget season beginning. But ultimately, when we look at the overall picture, we still think that there is an effect to be felt from the rise of interest rates. We think the Canadian economy is sensitive to interest rates and to housing market activity. And as we progress through this year, there will be a slowdown in overall economic growth, which contributes to prices coming in at a, at a more stable rate of growth. And that's the thing people need to remember is when we talk about, you know, inflation getting back. And that doesn't mean prices are coming down. It just means they're not climbing as quickly as they were before or as much as they were. The target is about 2% overall in uh, in terms of inflation. Um, that's what's consistent with stable economic growth over the longer run, with a stable quality of living, and uh, also conditions that allow people to, to benefit from appreciation of asset values over time. We want inflation to be stable and low, um, not zero, not negative, and not above 2% over the longer run. Yeah, exactly. If we can get into that range. Mark, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.